You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Conley Show. And here's your host, David Conley. Greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. This is your conductor, David, here, welcoming you to another fun-packed show. Today, we're going to be doing a very interesting experiment, perhaps even an experiment which is not only potentially life-changing, an experiment which is perhaps a first. This, I don't think, has ever been done before. And if, well, no matter what happens, actually, we could potentially... Uh, do something very special here and uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Now, these shows are generally kind of, um, I, I like to talk about what's on my mind at the time and where my focus is, you know. And at the moment, my focus is on a couple of philosophies, you know. Philosophies? Philo- yeah, I was like, philosophies, take it easy, okay, let me explain the vibe. Now, as you guys probably know, I've been literally flat on my back with a terrible uh, flu from hell, you know. And not only have I had a terrible flu, but uh, my assistant web developer left. He headed off to London, you know, picked up some offer or something. He hit the road. Good luck, you know. Thanks for the memories. But he's gone. And on top of that, there was some other challenges. PHP was upgraded across some servers, and I was extremely busy. So anyway, blah, 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 blah. The point is, all of this stuff, am I allowed to use the word problems, or are we still calling them challenges? I'm going to call them problems. Hey, I'm feeling rebellious today, people. All of these problems have basically really put me under a lot of pressure physically, financially, certainly in terms of the business, in terms of everything. I mean, even just, you know, being happy is a challenge, you know. So when I had this terrible flu a few weeks ago, I was out of action for 10 days, you know. It's such a, such a, you know, simple word, flu, flu. You know, I tell you, for me, this was horrendous. And, uh, you know, it's funny, as I said before, when you're out of the game for 10 days, that's when you really find out if you've got a business or a job. Folks, this has been a challenging, challenging time. It is a challenging time for me, and I know it's a challenging time for all of us because, you know, I watched the news, okay? Uh, At least... I've got an idea of what's going on, not that the news is to be trusted, but let's not go there. So, the the theme today, this experiment, is all about a couple of philosophies, one of which uh, you've probably heard of, and one of which actually comes from me, okay? Now, if you are into, you know, business kind of motivational books, self-help, uh, if you're into peak performance stuff, people like uh, Tony Robbins and all that, then you couldn't help but to have heard about The Secret, okay? It was a book that came out a while ago. Uh, Actually, I think it was about four years ago. I'm not entirely sure. And um, 
The Secret talked about this philosophy, this kind of, I, I guess it is a philosophy, and it's like an attitude of living in gratitude. I had to say that because it rhymes, okay? But it was saying that, you know, um, basically, if, uh, if you want to have, for example, money, then there's certain thought patterns that you can have which will literally attract money into your life. And I'm not here to teach the secret. I mean, you know, I'm just a, a commentator. But uh, the book proposes that part of the, the whole attracting wealth, attracting money thing is to actually believe that you are going to receive, you know? So it's kind of, um, it's it's beyond the realms of just wishing you're going to be rich. It's all about actually feeling the feelings, you know? And uh, that's the secret. Now, the interesting thing about the secret, it was a worldwide bestseller. I mean, it, you know, it smashed all sorts of records and what have you. Very, very popular. But the interesting thing is that actual philosophy was being uh, talked about many, many years before uh, the secret came out. In 1937, Napoleon Hill wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich, and he pretty much describes the exact same philosophy. In fact, I think what I actually think he possibly does a better job of describing it. And uh, even before Napoleon Hill, there was lots of other people. There's a guy called Robert Collier, and uh, I'm sure he wrote about this philosophy even before Napoleon Hill. In fact, um, if you go through the, you know, if, if you go through the ages, this is a philosophy which has been getting talked about for hundreds of years. There is evidence to suggest that people like Leonardo da Vinci, of course, not the actor DiCaprio, <laughs> although maybe he was into it, but there there is suggestions that Leonardo was into this kind of thing. Einstein, Bruce Lee, certainly Bruce Lee, um, you know, uh, this is going to sound a bit strange, but I have kind of indirect contacts with Bruce Lee's family, okay, it's a long story, and um, I have inside information that they found documents after Bruce Lee died, and he actually wrote about this stuff, so he was a follower of this as well. Now, this philosophy... Um, as of late, it's being called the secret, but more traditionally, it's been called the law of attraction. And you'll probably find books by people like Esther Hicks. There's tons of people into this. Kevin Trudeau has came out with an audio series called Your Wish is Your Command. And he talks about it as well. And it's the law of attraction. Okay, so the secret, the law of attraction, it's the same thing. And... Uh, the, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to put myself on the line as being a teacher of this stuff, but uh, based on what I've read and listened to and checked out, the vibe is basically that uh, we can attract wealth, uh, and indeed you can attract health, the ideal relationship, you know, whatever it is you want, just by changing the thought vibrations that you're putting out into the universe, okay? It's an interesting philosophy. Now, I have to tell you, I've actually dabbled with this and had a few interesting results. 
back uh, oh gee I, in 2007 I left the place I was with I was kind of working at a, a place called First Vehicle I started out on my own and um, I remember going through a very tough time financially very tough very difficult I was in a book club at the time okay I hope you don't mind me telling you a story here I was in this book club and we used to meet up, you know, I'm into reading, okay, and, and we used to meet up and I remember being round the table and I, I, was, I was going through a really tough time, you know, we'd gone through the dot-com bubble, busting and all that stuff and it was just heavy and as I was sitting there, I remember thinking, I hope no one notices that I can't afford to buy a drink, you know, because I'm around this table and it's essentially, a, you know, just a pub, so everyone has these drinks in front of them and I couldn't even afford a lemonade, you know, and I remember just sitting and I'm thinking, I hope nobody notices, I'm, I mean, I'm here for the books, you know, and everybody's got drinks and whatnot and I couldn't even afford a lemonade, you know, uh, and as I was sitting there, this, this uh, lady walks by I think she was a new member. I didn't even know her name, to be honest. And she says, maybe this will help. And she dumped this book in front of me. And the book was called Don't Worry, Make Money. You know, she dumped this book in front of me. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I hadn't even spoken to this person in, in my life. And as I say, she just walked past and she was like, yeah, why don't you read this? Now, I read the book. In fact, you know what? I didn't even read the book. I, re I read the first part of the book, okay? I read, like, the first... I think it was literally just the first chapter or two. Just a small part of the book. And here's what it said from memory. Many years later, okay? Many years later, I'm kind of trying to remember what it said. And basically, the book said... It said, you know, when you really think about it, money is a funny thing. We never really have money. It just flows into our lives, lives and then flows away, you know, flows into the bank, heads off. We are never really owners of money. We just kind of get money for a while as it flows on its merry way, you know. The £10 or $10 that you spent last week, it's probably still out there somewhere drifting around, you know. It's kind of mind-blowing when you really start thinking about this stuff. So the book said, if money is this thing which flows like a river, then if you have no money flowing into your life, then the best thing you can do is start the flow. And the best way to start the flow is by giving away money. And it sounds insane, okay? I know that this sounds crazy, but this is what the book said. And it said, do something. And everyone can do something. You know, everyone can do something. Even people who are desperately poor, we can all give something. Even if it's not money, we can all give something, right? Okay. So it says, no matter what, even no matter how small, just give something out there. Do it with a positive energy. Uh, believe and you will receive, blah, 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 blah. So I actually tried this. Now, at the time, I hope you're following this little story here. At the time, I had just set up a business called Web Updaters. 
webupdaters.co.uk, right? And it was supposed to be a website maintenance company. I was going to charge people to help them to look after their websites. This was the plan. Now, I'd had that site up for about a month. It might have been longer than a month, but I don't want to dramatize this too much, right? And I had had no inquiries at all. Not one single phone call, not one single email, nothing. And I thought, okay, man, you know, another failure. And uh, anyway, I read this first chapter or two of this book, Don't Worry, Make Money. It's kind of law of attraction stuff, you know. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do something. So I phoned someone close to my life and I said, listen, um, what are you doing for uh, dinner tomorrow? You know, nothing. I said, okay, well, we're heading out. I'm going to take you out for a nice meal. Uh, and, and it was like, what? You, you can't afford a, a toaster. What are you talking about? A meal? And I was like, look, don't worry. It's fine. I insist. Let's go out for a meal. It's fine. Everything is cool. And I took what must have been one of my last 20 pound notes. Uh, I must have taken it from the machine, you know, never really had too much money in terms of carrying it about at that time. Uh, and, I, and I headed off to Joe's Cafe and I had a nice meal, you know, and that was it. Folks, the very next day, in the morning, the phone went and someone phones and say, hey, is, is that web updaters? And I was like, yeah. And at the time, I was uh, working from home and completely flat broke. And this voice came on and she says, hi, I'm phoning. I need some help with my website. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. I thought maybe, you know, so up until then, I thought, wouldn't it be really cool if I could get £250 from someone for looking after their website? That would be really cool. Can you imagine? 250 To me, that was a massive number. So I thought, right, maybe I can do this. This is going to be the one person on the phone says, look, we need some help with our website. We've just uh, had some problems with the last person. This person has left, blah, 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 blah. She says, would you be able to look after the site for less than 20,000 per year? It's like, what? She says, <laughs> oh, you know, and I'm kind of like, yeah, well, hold on, I'll go have a think about it. And I'm like, yes. Yes, you're freaking. And next thing I know, I've got this client. It was unbelievable. Um, I didn't take 20,000 per year. Instead, I took 1,000 per month. And you know the funny thing? Within a week, I had another client who came on board and got two sites. So he was giving me 2,000 per month. And within two months, I had eight clients, or sorry, seven clients, but eight kind of websites, each one giving me a thousand a month. So I was on eight thousand per month. Within uh, six months, I had an office, a Mercedes Benz, and a team of people working for me, blah, 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 blah. Okay, enough about me. But you see, folks, People who are into this kind of thing would say that's the law of attraction, that's the magic 
at work. That is the secret and that's what we're talking about. But you know something, folks? I'm actually, that was a long time ago, you know? And believe it or not, I'm not entirely as impressed by that story as I was at the time. Because since then, I've sold websites for £50,000. Can you imagine paying £50,000 for a, a, an online shop? I've actually sold uh, at that kind of level. And people say, well, that's overpriced. I mean, that's a bit expensive. But it's not. The guy who got the site is bringing in, uh, you know, 750 profit per day every day. For him, a £50,000 website that brings in that amount of money is great value, you know. And I've, um, I've had lots of cool things happening. I've worked with good people. I've had challenges and, you know, I, I always talk about those. But looking back, as I look back on everything... I'm not entirely sure if it was the secret or the law of attraction. Maybe it was just me, you know? Because I I never just woke up and started doing this. I've been doing this since the mid-1990s. I have spent more hours working in the field of IT probably than anyone you know, you know? So, I'm not sure. But here's what's interesting, folks. There is another philosophy. Now, stay with me here because we're almost at the end of the road. There is another philosophy, a completely different philosophy. And maybe it's not so much a philosophy as a lifestyle, but let me give you the vibe. You see, I have clients uh, and actually one or two friends who are millionaires. And we, we throw the phrase millionaires around so casually, you know. Yeah, he's a millionaire. Somebody drives a slightly fancy car and we all say, yeah, he's a millionaire, okay? Folks, I'm not throwing the phrase around casually. When I'm saying that I have friends who are millionaires, I mean multi-millionaires. They can go into the bank and say, can I have a few million? One of the clients I know, uh, who's a really good guy, he pretty much owns uh, North London. And I know you're thinking, hang on, nobody owns North London. Listen, folks, if, if that's the level you're on, then you, you need to keep listening to this show because I have information about the way things are set up that would blow your mind, okay? But we'll come on to that another day. I have another guy who I was working with earlier on in the year. He's, uh, he sells the world's best weight loss pill and he makes, I think he makes about 8 million per year last time I heard from the web. He's doing okay. Anyway, I've, I've met and I know lots of people. I have people on speed dial who are multi, multi-millionaires. Uh, you may not have heard of of them, but they are there, you know. And the, the interesting thing is, is that when I visit these people, when I hang out with them, when I go and check out how they live their lives, you know, folks, I'm not really seeing any crazy hippie law of attraction stuff going on. In fact, some of them I'm not even sure if they read books and if they, they're aware of this. Now, maybe they're doing it on a subconscious level, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But if we take away all the speculation, what we get left with is a lifestyle. Because 
all of the millionaires that I've met, all of them, okay, and I'm talking about millionaires in the field of business. I don't, I don't have any sports friends or friends in music or anything who are millionaires, so I don't know about, you know, um, gee, who's a millionaire in the pop industry these days? I don't know, but I don't know about uh, David Bowie, you know, I haven't met him and I haven't had a chance to check out his life. But the folks who I've met, the, all those millionaires, you know what they have in common? They all live this bizarre, regimented kind of lifestyle. And I'm not sure if it's entirely a happy place to be at, but they are all waking up very early, you know, maybe half six in the morning. They are all cramming tons of stuff into their day. One guy I can think of, he's up at half six. He'll go to the gym before going to work. As soon as he's out of work, he'll head over, typical day, he'll head over, have a nice meal. He'll go to, uh, maybe he'll go to the theatre for an hour and a half. He'll come home, you know, brush his teeth, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's extremely regimented. Um... When you when you look at a book like the the four hour work week even from Tim Ferriss, I, I kind of get that feeling from him. You know, even though he is the author of the four hour work week and freedom and all of that stuff, when you check out the guy's life and you read between the lines, there's a lot of regimentation there. You know, it's like he talks about how uh, every day, you know, he he uh, he reads a book before turning in, things like that, you know, I'm not going to go into it because I'll get caught out, but when I look at people and, you know, when I get up close and personal with the people who are making millions, I'm seeing this kind of regimented lifestyle, you know. Now, I have the opposite of that, okay. Personally speaking, you know what time I got out of bed today? I got out of bed at half one, PM, and you say, geez, what a crazy, lazy rock and roller you must be. No, you see, I was up working till half four last night. Seven days ago, I was uh, at another office with a friend of mine. We worked, oh, sorry, he wasn't there the whole time. I worked from 9 a.m. until 5.30 a.m. last week. That's how many hours I've been working lately. And I'm not saying this to show off because working lots of hours is completely not what the goal is here. I mean, if, I, if I'm still doing this in two months, you may call me an idiot, you know. The reason why I'm working so much is because I'm trying to catch up. Can you handle that? So I was out of the game for 10 days. I lost the developer, you know, all of these major problems. And here I am trying to catch up. Here I am, you know, financially challenged. And then the thought occurred to me, this is actually an ideal opportunity for us to do a little experiment. So the experiment goes like this. Let's find out which of the two philosophies is the most powerful. We are going to put head to head, we're going to be putting the law of attraction, or the secret if you want to call it that, head to head with 
the imaginary drill instructor. The imaginary drill instructor is a character who I've invented, but I'm sure you have, I'm sure other people have. This is the voice in your mind which says, time to get up, time to, you know, scrub that bathroom floor, time to, uh, you know, schedule things, time to do all of that stuff, you know. Now, the interesting thing is, if, you know, I'm sure you have been up early before, and if you start early, have you noticed that you get tons of stuff done really early in the morning? You've, you've probably heard people saying that two hours before noon, sorry, one hour before noon is equal to two hours after noon. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that this kind of regimented lifestyle could be the key to bringing in all sorts of riches and things like that, okay? Now, I know we don't want to stay there. Folks, we're all heading for the beach, but this is a wee bit of fun. This is something that we can do and we can share the results and we can have a blast with this. So this is gonna be part one of the experiment. Part two may not be tomorrow, it may be in a week's time, but I'm gonna basically do one week of imaginary drill instructor. Starting uh, from, not tomorrow, from two days' time, because I'm doing something tonight and I can't go to bed early, right? But in a couple of days' time, I'm going to be doing uh, the whole, you know, getting up early, scheduling, regimentation, just like having an army drill instructor managing, uh, you know, my life. And this is what I'm asking you to do. Join with me. And for seven days, we're going to try this, okay? So we're going to be scheduling. Think about what an army drill instructor's like, okay? Everything is scheduled. Everything is kind of regimented. Everything is controlled. Everything is clean, order, discipline, all of these things. Folks, let's go on a crusade together. For seven days, I am inviting you to join me on this crusade and we'll share the results, okay? We'll see how this goes, okay? I mean, I'm really excited about this stuff, okay? Now, after that seven days is over, we'll come back, we'll check in here. I'll let you know how it went for me. We'll see if anything interesting happens. How does it affect our energy levels? How does it affect our moods? How does it affect our incomes? Did you receive a dream phone call? Did some massive opportunity come your way or some great stroke of luck? Who knows? But we are gonna try that for seven days, okay? This is gonna be fun. And then after the seven days are over, we're going to flip back to crazy rock and roller mode and we are going to start using the law of attraction, the secret, okay, if you prefer that, okay. So for seven days after that, we're going to be doing some actual practical exercises designed to get those positive vibrations happening. And there are actually practical exercises you can do. We're going to do them together, okay, for seven days. And again, we're going to record what happens. How does this affect our mood? How does that affect our energy levels, our productivity, our social life? And most importantly, does something fantastic happen? Do you get some amazing stroke of luck, okay? So that's the plan. It's an awesome and I, I think exciting experiment. 
we are putting the two philosophies head to head. Now you may say, well, why, why not do the, the law of attraction stuff first? Folks, the reason why is because we need to make this as fair as possible. If we start going on the positive hippie express for seven days and then 10 days later something happens, well, we won't know which philosophy should get the credit, you know? So I think, yeah, you know, it's probably not a perfect test, but if we try the imaginary drill instructor first, uh, don't, don't do any positive visualization, don't do wishboards and all of that kind of crazy law of attraction stuff. Let's do the imaginary drill instructor for seven days time. So if you want to take part in the experiment, let me know. Send me an email. That, um, you can get in touch at dcradionetwork.com. There's a contact us page there. Fill out the contact us form. I would love to know that you are on board with me, okay? And just to be clear, the plan is for just seven days, we're going to be living this highly disciplined lifestyle, okay? After seven days, let's hook up. Let me know how you get on. I'll let you know how I get on. I'll give you reports as we go. We'll take a note of that, and then we're going to try the Law of Attraction stuff, and we'll see how that goes. Folks, it is two titanic philosophies of business and basically life, which we are putting head to head. I'm excited, and I hope you're excited too. So I'm going to leave you to it today. I'll check in with you tomorrow. Um, we are going to be doing this seven days thing. Now, I'm not starting tomorrow. It'll be the day after tomorrow. So check in with me in two days' time. We do this as a team. Let's do it. It's going to be fun. And let's see what happens, okay? I'll catch you later. Bye.